previously on tomorrow's end. White phosphorus and modders, uh, mortars, modders, modders. Let me shoot some modders out here. Oh yeah, the white phosphorus, phosphorus modders, there. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh shit, there's a comedian. Do not attempt to cross town. Leave the city immediately by the shortest route. Absent members of the family will rejoin the family after the they leave. The end was city. here. Nobody could stop it. But somebody named Morrow tried to help. With teams buried underground to help us survive after the end of the world. But something went terribly wrong. Instead of waking up, they lay sleeping in their tombs, unable to help. Some did get revived, and this is their story. The story of Tomorrow's End, Recon 17. Man, I knew I should have put that cylinder pin back in my revolver before I brought it with me. Oh, dear God, that guy got 33 levels of failure. <laughs> How's that 250-year-old 44 Magnum treating you? You spot the one that was following that was still 20 meters out. He closed to about 15 meters, and you lost sight of him as he dropped to the ground. You hear swearing and and yelling that he wants his buddy to come get him. Like, come here and help me. Let his buddy go help him, and we... Well, no, his buddy just shakes his head, and he's still... He's, like, on high alert. He's, he okay. heard something. Okay, I'm going to... Uh, so, I'm about, what, 10 meters away from him? About 30 feet? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try to get closer without being observed. Stealth. I was looking Stealth at your is, camera. Uh, 62? Yeah, don't worry about it. You could have rolled a 1. and <laughs> No, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Go for it. So apparently the Huas are stormtroopers out of armor because they are bungling They're everything. Really bad. I want others to roll Which for these okay guys, because please. We won't get shot then. Uh, step up as close as I can be with the gun out. You can pretty much shove this thing into his ear and he's not going to notice until you say something. Walk up to him and go, be real, real quiet-like. And put your hands up. Okay, he stops. Hold on. Let's see how bright he is. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, he's now bright. How come that? Okay, why does this do this? <laughs> okay. Perfect dice. Um, you see him. It's the moment that you did that. He stops and he starts swinging around, but he's still holding the gun. Okay. Shoot him. Shoot him! Shoot him! It's, I'm wanting. I'm wanting him to see that I've got the drop on him. He might actually get a little smart. He he's swinging around slowly though. Okay. Yeah. As soon as he turns around and he sees that you have a gun, uh-huh. he pretty much freaks and almost throws the gun. He like goes ah and throws his hands up. <laughs> All right. Um, and you see a look like, of confusion immediately on his face. Right. Because he's going, like. Who are you? Um, <laughs> he was frightened to begin with, and then he saw your uniform, and now he's looking at you going, wait, you're dressed like me. What, right? Who are you? I don't recognize you. All right, basically, um, hang on a second. I got to get, get some up here. I come over the radio. Try and pretend you're his superior. Pretend Where's you're like... the salutes? Yeah, yeah, right? Where's your salute, soldier? <laughs> I don't report to you. Who are you? What division are you? Um, it's like uh, 84th Airborne Pathfinders. I. Who's that? You're not one of Norman's. Who are you? Call your buddy. He can see movement now on that side. He turns to look and now he sees you coming. But he sees your uniform and he's confused again going, Who are you when you know we're not supposed to pull guns on each other? Norman yelled at us at that last month when two of the recruits got killed 
when we were playing around. Now, who are you? Here's your buddy. What's his name? Willie. Willie, get over here. That's going to be real confusing, Tim. Willie. <laughs> Willie uh, Coyote. So we have one. Um, what are you guys doing about the guy on the ground? Uh, Jake has this guy under control. It looks like I will turn it's and like face grab his, you know, tell him, uh, tell you, grab his radio. Okay. You grab his radio. Well, the first thing you're going to notice, it's very easy because you're grabbing it. This thing looks like it's a civilian, very beat up to hell and back, but it looks like a civilian FRS radio. As I say, 430 megahertz is in the civilian. Band. <laughs> I checked. So while this is all going on, I'm trying to record anything I can on this band to try and simulate a broadcast later. Okay, it's going to take a while. So, yeah. but okay. Are, is there any insignia on this guy's uniform? None. None at all. It looks like, in fact, the color of the pants that he's wearing are a brown, where he's wearing a green. Um, Top shirt, and okay. it's got the Velcro spots, but it does not have any patches or anything. I bet his and, pants and are brown They're pretty right darn dirty. He needs a new pair of the brown pants. He's got the brown jumpsuit. <laughs> so the other guy. Well, yeah, Jake is doing that. I'll look towards the other guy then. And you see him basically pushing himself up. He kind of bent over, pushing up, and he's still swearing. He says, you know, when I ask for help, I... And he looks right at you. And I go, slowly, get up while I'm aiming my gun at him. He's not too smart. You see him reach down for something. You have one action before we go to... I put I put around in front of him. Not oh. in him. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> no, I do know what to do with this. Everybody roll initiative. Okay, he did the dumb move. So he's still reaching for his gun. Yes. It's all done to you, fetus. I shoot at him. <laughs> no. <laughs> I take, I take the M4 from the Coppola, and I fire around at him. Okay. Roll, you're at minus 20 because you did not take a chance. You you were not focused on him as in target. You Correct. saw it, you're swinging, go. So whatever your um, firearm skill, minus 20 on the skill. you got to be under it. Triple zero. I oh, fuck, Jesus. I fucking suck. Oh, my God. Are you using his dice? Maybe. <laughs> no, here's the problem. Ben's away. in line. Ow. With Fucker. that, oh, um, then we're... hey, glad I okay, put... roll a d6. I... Both of us? Uh, no, just you got to the left. Hey, Jake, you hear a you hear a uh, rifle get fired, and you hear the whizzing of a bullet go over your right shoulder. Okay. <clears throat> you missed. No shit. You almost got. <laughs> you almost got me. You got Jake. Fucking so, army. Um, next is Dan. Um, how far am I from this All right. guy? All right, Bjorn. Um, you actually, you're actually about 15 meters. All right, too close, too far. Um, if he's reaching for the gun, I yell, "Stop!" I just sound, I, I'm aiming. I'm saying, "Don't, don't do it." Okay, so you're gonna try to reason with him. Persuade. Oh, he stops moving. Two bullets just hit the ground near him. And you had, you announced out, stop. And he was not stupid enough to continue. Good man. So he's basically, he's not prone. He's on all fours right now. There is a weapon within reaching distance of him. And that, so, that bullet went over my right shoulder, is that right? Yes. I'm going to take a step to my left. I like how he thinks that's going to help. <laughs> First roll with these dice guys. Well, until you stop and think that maybe okay, Jake, that maybe you just stepped into where he was trying to hit. You've got the last move of this before we call it, we call it the full 
um, end of combat. So what is what is the guy in front of me doing? Um, crouching down now because he's trying to get out of gunfire. He's not sure where it's going, and he's got his hands up now, going and basically swearing, going, "What the hell's wrong with you guys? Get back up, buddy! Did something stupid. Like he's still alive." Oh God, Cart! Not again, William Cart. <clears throat> One guy who's got a weapon near him who might become a pain in the ass again. So at that point, I will slowly move forward, tell him move to his left, away from the gun. Okay, and I will walk over and while keeping my gun on him, retrieve his pistol. He also has a pistol. Um, it's uh, basically looks like a 45 revolver to you as well. Okay. So it's beat up dirty. Assume the position. Yeah. On the ground, hands out to his sides. Okay. You guys are being nice. He didn't just shoot him in the face. So thanks digital whiskey. <laughs> so there you have them disarmed. You have their, what looks like a toy radio. Um, what are you guys going to do? Pat this, pat the other guy down. Shoot them in the face. See, does he have a radio also? No, he okay. does not have a radio. He has actually a key ring with two keys. I will retrieve those. Okay. And then I will tell, step away. I'll holster his pistol in my belt. Step away and tell him to slowly stand and have him move over to his buddy. Okay. Okay. The one that was moving right. up does not even notice you. <laughs> <laughs> so he's walking. You're basically walking him towards the vehicle, mm-hmm. and William's on the top of the the vehicle, and he, he doesn't even notice that there's oh, there's a person sticking out of this giant bush. Oh God. So yeah, they're they're um they don't have much awareness. <laughs> Do we have any database? of members of the Morrow Project? No. That was intentional and not to give to anybody. Can we find this information? Yes, if you found the right places that still had working Because computers. I am extremely curious who this Norman guy is. Correct. Mm-hmm. No, no, That's a good you question. Said we have um, similar uniforms. Are they Morrow Project? They are. Or are they different? look like generic BDUs. They're, okay. uh, they're obviously not Resist Weave because you guys know what Resist Weave looks like. This is not Resist Weave. Okay, this so looks it's like. It's thick. So they're not running around in Morrow no. uh, uniforms. No. In okay. fact, no. Hank, you are almost certain this looks like the cheap crap that you would buy at a. Uh, Army Navy store? Yeah. China camo. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't even military okay. camo, is no. it? No, the other okay. guy is not. He doesn't have brown pants. He actually has what looks like old uh, Vietnam era pattern. Oh, a tiger stripe. Yeah, I want some. They they couldn't even get ACU patterns. That sucks. Like Mm-mm. Digicam. Ugh. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> What's your unit? What are you talking about? And, and who are you with? I'm with the hoes, just like you. And you know Norman's going to be pissed. Who's Norman? Really. So We're not I'm, recruits. So, so they're HOAs now? They're HOAs? Who was? Shoot that shit. Who was? H-O- yeah, kill the HOAs. Who was? End them. Hueys? Yes, you're there. You wander in when you see the these two uh, and you trying see to pick- argue. And that's what you notice is that these two are arguing with the rest of them, even though they got guns pointed out. But how old are these guys? 18 to 22. Ugh. We're not recruits. Quit treating us like recruits. Oh, good. I made it to amateur hour. Who's this guy? Your superior. You're not Norman. I'm his superior, too, from the sounds of... That'll get you shot and hung. And shot again. Let him try. Maybe. And shooting at, shooting at other who was 
That, that'll get you in the cage. Who said anything about us being hulas? And we didn't shoot you. They are very confused at that statement. Well, not that they didn't shoot you, but... As far as I can yeah. tell, we're here to clean up your shit. They, they look very confused now. Ask them if they know what that shit is. With my offhand, which for Jake is his right hand, point to the flag on Bjorn's shoulders like, you see that? You see that symbol? That's Norman's sign. Oh, fuck. No, that's something much bigger. Did you take an oath? What's an oath? Did you make a promise? Did you raise your right hand and say you swear to uphold the Constitution? That's funny. You don't do that. You just... If you run or you don't do what you're supposed to, you get killed. I told you, it's amateur hour. Who are these jokers? Damn straight, I know. This time the radio kicks up and all you hear over it is... What are you two morons up to now? I'm the one who hears this, right? Well, they, also, he's got the radio. No, we got, we got the radio. Bjorn's got the radio. So the radio on Bjorn's belt lights up, and you also hear it from inside the truck because you were monitoring the frequency. All right, who's who, who's this? I'm saying to the two guys, asking who's that on the radio. That's Patterson, and you know he gets pissed off if people don't start answering. I say we have him tell Patterson that things are okay. They're still, they haven't found what yeah, they're looking for. Yeah, let's Han Solo this shit. You're going to Han Solo this shit? Is that really what you want to do right now? No, we're fine. We're, we're fine here. We're fine. <laughs> we yeah, had no. a malfunction. <laughs> for, what, what were you guys doing here? They look at each other for a moment, and the... <clears throat> The younger one basically pipes up and says, well, we saw the tracks, so we started following them. And you told us Patterson about them? Yeah. We're supposed to report in anything we see. He's going to be pissed at you guys. You need, I think you need to tell Patterson that it was the farmer's wagon wheel. And I... Pistol? Is what you're holding at him? And I hold up the radio in front of him. Do not give him the radio. I say, And I, I will do a full... Into the temporal lobe. Oh, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Yeah, you know he's not. that's not going to work very well. Okay. His buddy just... Okay. His, while you're doing that, his buddy Triple bolts. zeros. Oh. His buddy bolts. Um, called shot. Okay. Going for the leg. So who rolled the triple zeros there? Not the guy you had the gun on. The one that bolted? Yeah. Did he fail his stay in place roll? They fail his. They, he failed his. Don't lose your shit roll. Uh, Forty two. You hit him in the leg. Uh, you hit him in the leg very well. The face, Tim. The face. Hold on. Okay. No, you hit him in the leg. You see. You see him stumble and fall. And then I will run over to him. Okay. And stand over him and go. Do not do that again. Yeah, he's, he's, there's a lot of swearing and yelling, and he's holding his leg. And when he touches his leg, he goes, ow! And he's right. Because <clears throat> then he stops and he grabs uh, his leg. I look at the guy in front of me. Now, you see, I got to go fix that guy. And I'm going to, because that's what I do. But what you got to do right now is to tell Patterson that the trail you're following was the farmer's wagon. But the farmer doesn't have a wagon. I pull the hammer back on my 45. He does now. Okay. <clears throat> He grabs the radio, he pushes the button, he says, Yeah, we don't know what it is. We lost the wagon and the trail went into the lake. And there was no response. He, he freaked out. He didn't. He just mixed up absolutely everything and tried to say a few things. The, uh, the What comes back is, Are you high? Say yes. Uh, sure. You hear almost a minute goes by and then the radio kicks back in and he, he says, Do we 
let them go. Well, one of them's not going to be running. Yeah, one of them's not going to be going fast at all. Unless you guys want to be that type of people, no, make him run. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Quick, cauterize his runes so we can run. Grab the radio back from you him. You have a welder. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we could give them a ride. I'm not giving them a ride. Drive in the middle, press Death Blossom. Come on, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> where is 20 minutes out? Oh, you're going to ask these guys where, okay, the other side of the lake, basically they describe to you, if you go south on this road, you'll come to another main road that's actually passable and you go east and you will end up basically by the other end of the the lake there is their compound or whatever he said basically home how many how many people are there lots more than 10 and he starts going like this he counts his fingers and he goes yeah you better start running boy where'd that come from <laughs> he still can't see he still has not spotted you good <laughs> god is that you <laughs> okay they're they're pretty much the one guy on the ground is pretty much useless unless you're gonna try to torture him to get information no, I, I will actually go and, and okay tend so to his wound. Plug, fix him so your base okay. is uh is that your main base that he's wanting you to return to i don't it's home that's where we live now. It's where you live now. Well, we're not recruits, but we're also only level one, so we're not given the good, big, good, the good stuff. Ask him how many levels there are. He, it's no. He just he basically, if you start talking to him about details about their organization, these guys don't know a whole lot. What you can tell is that there's recruits. Then these guys are considered newbies. Which mm-hmm. they're they're done. They're so told they're to idiots. go do the the crap work. Then above them are what they call lieutenants, and somewhere and it gets fuzzy after that. But there's like a someone in between lieutenants and who they keep referring to as Norman. And Norman, when you finally get out of one of the the older guy, uh, that. Sergeant Norman does not like anything going wrong. Sergeant Norman? Sergeant Norman. That's exactly what he calls himself. He always refers to himself as Sergeant Norman. Not Staff Sergeant Norman or Sergeant First Class Norman. Just Sergeant? Just Sergeant. This is a place that was set up by an NCO. Well, it's still still working for him, so at least we know it's not set up by a lieutenant. This is true. If it was set up by a lieutenant, they'd be dead already. So, all right. We need to decide. Are we going to escort these gentlemen back? Yeah, do that. Let's not mm-hmm. escort them back. Tie let's, them to the front bumper. Let's fix up Tweedledum over there, and then let's let them run back. And if they're late, they're late. That's on them. You know they're going to open their mouths. Oh, yeah. That's not kind of the plan. Not if we sew them shut. That's why we're not, mm-hmm. why we're not going to actually give them a ride. Okay, you guys going to let them go? Yeah. I think we should send them back with a message. Well, I think that guy's leg is pretty much a message. <laughs> I have a suggestion. What you got? Take their one uh, pistol, mm-hmm. fire one shot out of it, take the rest of the bullets out, give them back that gun. Let's feed them some alcohol. Ooh. You can get them drunk. Get them drunk. <laughs> Do we have any drugs? Oh, shit. He's got all the drugs. Can we get them high first before some, we send them back? Uh, basically, let them... And send them, them to back. go home. Mm-hmm. With, with a bullet expelled out of one of the... Just oh, one. my God. <laughs> we are wicked. So you're going to grab I one like of the revolvers. It. You're going to just shoot it into the ground so it's got a, yes. a empty brass in it. Correct. <laughs> that plan's set in stone. No. Just, just the one rev- one guy only has two rounds in the revolver. The other one has three. Let's shoot them all off. Let's make it look like they were jackassing around. 
Exactly. Exactly. Leave the shells in the cylinder. Because Hank's even got OxyContin if you want to make them completely batty. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just a little bit. We need to make some sodium pentothal. <laughs> yeah. So let's get, them, uh, let's get them wasted and send them on their merry way. Okay. <laughs> what are you guys going to do after you send them on their way? We're going to move. Oh, we got some time. Yeah. It's going to take them some time. Actually, depending on how high you make the one guy, they're going to make it in 10 minutes because he's not going to notice that now, he's got a bullet in the leg. Hank has tracking. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that we should follow behind them. Not in the vehicle. Not in the vehicle. Follow them back, you know, behind. Um, I think the vehicle needs to be not far behind us. You know, maybe, you know, make, maybe take the roads there or, you know, keep in proximity. I got the vehicle. But, uh, yeah, I think we should follow up. Absolutely. And not all the way. We, we need we need to stop short so yes. we can recon their their base or their headquarters, home, whatever they call <laughs> it. So you guys. What time of day is it right now? Um, you, after everything was all done, you guys are about noon. Well, we fixed a fence, shoveled some shit in the barn. On your map system. So you're basically between Lake Yale and Lake uh, Eola. As you guys pass, you guys pass what looks like a couple other farms um, as you go down through the, the roadway. And basically what you guys end up doing, what you can see on your own nav system that has the old um, pre-end uh, maps, you're basically following old Highway 452. When they finally get there, it basically looks like that... A bunch of houses or whatever were torn apart. It looks like a, a subdivision. And that's what you've been going through is like subdivisions that are like ruins. And it looks like people have been taking thing parts and whatever to try to use the resources. Well, when you get there, you run into what looks like a area that has got tree posts with, you would almost swear it's chain link fence. A whole lot of chain link fence that has been like patched together, wired together, stretched across these posts all the way around of about five or six buildings in the center, about 10 buildings that go around in a square, and in the center is another fence, and that's all you can see from your distance. Now, is this like out of the subdivision there that we're looking at? Now, the two guys, as you guys spot them, they go up to, they follow the road, and they go off towards the fence, and there's a gate there. Okay. And you actually do hear a gunshot, but... They're at a distance that you can't see what's going on. They neither of them are are like on the ground now. They didn't shoot them, but right. there is now five people there. There's three of them, and one person of the other group that came from the gate moved forward and is like loudly yelling at them. You can't understand what he's saying. That's said. probably Patterson. And then they all go in. Do we want to keep watching them, or do we want to find a place to park the vehicle for a little bit? I want to see where they go once they go in. Keep an eye on them as far as we can keep an eye on them. You're going to have to get closer to be able to see. Binocs. But you guys need to get... You're trying to see through a hurricane, or basically through chain link fence, and at a distance, chain link isn't easy to see through. Right. We have NVTs, don't we? Yes, but it's not night yet. No, not, not yet. Yeah, I'm thinking... We might need yes, to wait there till... Is, there is an NVG um, headset that is in Hank's uh, driver's console, and the sniper rifle has is a digital scope, so it can switch into night mode. So we only have really like, one... sends a team... Only one set of NVGs? into the future, a, a team of people with one set of NVGs. The two? Okay, you're not supposed to be a strike team. That would be a Mars team. What if we have to recon in the dark? You have enough utilities to recon in the dark. Plus, the vehicle is all kinds of sensors. So why don't two of us try to work our way forward a little bit closer to stay back, keep an eye on the vehicle, and make sure nothing happens? Okay. 
Okay, so how close to the fence line are you going to get? With the vehicle? Okay. Uh, the, no, the vehicle. <laughs> we'll start there. The vehicle needs to stay back a little bit yeah. right now. Yeah. So the vehicle okay. is going to be like two clicks out, two, three clicks out. Okay. That's like almost to the to, um, halfway to the halfway spot. Yeah, you're going to stop at halfway then. You're going to keep it two kilometers out. Is the uh, is the southern side of the of the lake still pretty heavily wooded? Half a, yes. Let's get into the woods over there. You can get in the woods over there. Um, around the fence line, any trees have been cleared out for about 100 meters all the way around it. Fire. Yeah, we're not going to get fire. too close to that without getting spotted without a ghillie suit. Yeah. Well, we don't need to right now. We just want to get close enough. We can observe the compound and try to wait fast for some mortars, a mortar. Those flares that we have, there's an instruction manual with them, isn't there? I, I believe so. Let me double check. Okay, you find the case. It's very easy. You open the case, and there's just a single piece of paper that says in there, please be sure to pair before use. And then there is a code at the bottom that you recognize is a Morrow document code. So I look it up. And which one? The DRN or the... In the DRN. The DRN is Morrow Industries prototype, a uh, basically a 37 millimeter launched drone. The drone is not a munition. It cannot be used as a weapon. It is used for... Are you sure it can't be used as a weapon? Because well, I, I can figure it out. Okay, I think if you shot directly into somebody's chest at a, like 20, 30 feet, it would, it would, that would be effective. I could probably rig the drone up to explode. No, right now we don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> it has a basic sensor pass- package, basically detect motion, and it can detect heat signatures. It has a total of... it will When you launch it, it will go to a lo- basically the location... As soon as you launch it, you, f- you fire up your, your little handheld. iPad. And mm-hmm. you can now see where it's at. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. You can see where it's at, and then from there, give it some information. It's got a total of 10 minutes flight time. Unless you put it in loiter mode where it's going to do a sensor package, basically you're using it as a uh, detection. Then what it will do is it won't fly. You can It'll park itself in a tree and not burn power while it sits there and just does sensors. But if you're going to have it go over an area and fly... 10 minutes, and you can gather some information from there, such as uh, number of heat signatures and motion. Is it just like a lithium-ion battery pack that's powering this thing? There is a fenced-in area in the center. Maybe one of the posted supports that. That'll get us kind of close to the center. So I hand up two of the drone flares and the flare gun out, okay. of, the, out of the top. You don't just fire them while you're inside the... So I hand them out of the top to Bjorn or Hank, whoever's closest by. Okay. And I hand them out to him. I'm like, use this. With your with your computer and see if we can scout out anything without getting too close right now. All right, so okay. we got to pair these things up, right? Yeah, yes. you just should be a button. You look at the face of it and you can see that there's a button on the nose. It's that WPS. You push. Just press the button. So you're ready. You, you, you pair it up, and it's basically the rest of the instructions are really easy. Um, it says in there, uh, point away from people. Do not shoot into face. They recommend at least a 30 degree upward angle. When, uh, when launching before that. we need to get as so close to, get to the complex as we can. Right. Launch it toward the complex so it has less travel time to get where we want it. Right. But understand, when you launch it, it's not going to be quiet. Uh, say, how loud is this going to be? And also, how loud is a 40, mil- 40 millimeter grenade launcher? Yeah, it's loud. Uh, what kind of range does this have? Same as what if you were lobbing a 40 millimeter grenade. So you're talking about 300 meters. And what's the flight range on it? 10 minutes? Yeah, well, total of 10 minutes. 
So right, if, it can do about 40 miles an hour in the air. Okay. So 10 minutes. How far 40, away from the transponder can it get? Oh, you guys don't have to worry about that. All right. So, yeah, if we fire it from a distance and it does 40 miles an hour, it can get more than four or 500 yards. Yeah, yeah, you can't. It will not get out of radio, radio range. Okay. We do not have to worry about that. So, we, yeah, we can fire back from where we're at right now and but, get it there. But we might not be able to get close enough if it's only a 10-minute range. 40 miles an hour. It, oh, 40 miles an hour, I mean. We're only like half a click out now. When you put in loiter mode, it, it will sit there for four hours and just transmitting information. The, okay. the motors to keep it flying uses 90% of the power. Yeah, so we could technically launch it up above the tree line from where we're at now. Fly it there, land it in the center, and just let it sit there and listen. How how far away can the noise of a forty millimeter grenade launcher be heard, though? Eh, we'll see. We're using my dice, though. If one of y'all want to fire it off, did you guys find the forty millimeter silencer? If it's in there, <laughs> we found it. <laughs> it's a it's a thirty seven millimeter intentional, so you guys can't use the thing as a. It was designed for forest use. I'm gonna work on it. It was not battery. designed for military use, so therefore, it is not mil- only. Military is 40. You know, in the woods. Oh, yeah. You guys could do that. Go by the lake. Here, I got the sound effect of a launcher. (laughs) (laughs) There was some water, liquid or something in that. I heard some liquid splash. With all their negatives, they had, I had to roll under 10 for any, the closest person to even have a chance of hearing it. And you rolled like a 40 or something. Mm Mm-hmm. If any of you guys have ever played around with any of the civilian DJI drones that feels exactly like that, you're looking at it, you see a map view, you just touch where you want it to go and it goes there. And you can see the live feed. There's two feeds out of it. One of them is a navigation straight ahead. The other one is a high res that's straight down. Good old 4K high res. There are 36 total areas that you can see. The center is looks like that they demolished um, any buildings that were there and built a fenced area. You see about six people inside of that. And from what you can see, the only other thing in that inside that area is what looks like two dug hole latrines. That's it. Rage against the machine. Rage against the latrine. It's their um, stockade. It's probably there as the as Willie put it, their cage. Right. Mm-hmm. You count a total of six vehicles. Mm-hmm. What are these vehicles? Look like Humvees. In good functioning order that you we can tell? You can't tell. They're... Are their tires inflated? Are there tires? Yes, there are <sighs> tires. Two of them are a dark forest green that's now, now looking chalky. Gross. And the other ones are a very light brown. Gross. Any so mount points? Hmm? Any mount points? Do not see any mount points. So let's find a place to land this drone real quick before it runs there's out of power. There's several spots. In fact, there's a couple of a better spots. We're about to raid a compound buildings. of Army surplus scavengers. There's several, like a, a couple of the buildings are tall, actually two-story and a good spot to park it. Um, otherwise, there's uh, a couple other places. What looks like a couple of spots have fences behind them and like cattle or like Mm-hmm. sheep or let's things. Let's put it in a spot where there's not much foot traffic, so it won't be seen right away. Herd is more important because it's herd not well. quiet. You guys have an uh, actually a total use time from what you can see after you parked. You got enough things done that you actually have three hours worth of battery after this, after it parks. And Patterson's going to be probably even more upset with those guys besides being drunk and having shot one of themselves. We have their keys to one of the vehicles. <laughs> or whatever. Because Humvees yeah. don't use keys. Humvees have a start. Right. Now, now, here's the question. Can this drone be put into like a standby mode to even give us 
a, like a conserved power for a later use. Can we turn off the drone remotely? Because that would be awesome remotely. if we decide we're going to walk into this place to have <laughs> eyes can, on the center of the what compound. What you can do is you can tell it to sleep for a certain amount of time. That will extend the amount of time okay. that it can sit there by uh, basically double whatever you currently have. All right. But it's not usable until that time. So right now you guys have three hours. You can tell it to sleep for three, and then it will come back up for three and then go. All right, let's leave it running for a couple of minutes and then figure out let's, what we're going to do. Let's flip on the sensors and see if we can get anything out of the sensors for a little bit, see what else they have, any RF okay, frequencies so that are it can't, outside it of can't that. that. It can't that. All it is is motion and heat signatures. Well, How many heat signatures? That one's a good question. Not counting cattle, although it's they're mostly blobs, but you guys can guess which ones are I can by take size. The, I can see the shape of a person pretty well. Yeah, but where this is parked, it's not right. going to do that. But it is parked in a position where it can see inside of the building that it's in and the adjacent one. You have a total of 30 targets. Well, hold on, hold on. We're in a. I thought we were going to put it on top of the. It's on top of the. It building. is on like top of the. It's on top of a building that it okay. was had a higher, better view. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So those. I missed that part. So in this building and the adjacent one, there's 30 people. So what you guys can see is that the drone is currently parked on top of that okay. is the tallest, tallest intact one and had the best view. Okay. Um, there are currently six people inside the caged area. You'll see the entire center area that's like ruins with uh, what look like a ruined building and then uh three squares those three squares are like dug latrines and all the rest is surrounded by a fence all the other buildings are in really bad shape there's a couple of them that look like they've been patched together and things like that nothing has glass windows anymore um anything has any has anything for protection of rain it's shutters that they've built and put on it the one building that is in good shape is towards the bottom that one actually has humvees parked in front of it so i'm going to make an assumption that that's norman's building if it's the best condition because he would want to have the best condition anything and where do you think all the Humvees would be parked? In front of the commander's tent. There's a lot of vehicles that look like they're being used for parts or were just abandoned a very long time ago. I mean, at, at the moment, they've been taking stuff from everyone else in exchange for quote-unquote protection, but we haven't really seen any of this protection. Uh, the locals don't really seem to like them too much. They were pretty sketchy of us when we were at the farm, at least. Or at least the y'all when y'all were there. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we've also only talked to the one farm. Yeah, true. We didn't um, talk to the other two farms we passed on the way. Right. And we still have their radio and their uh, their radio. We sent them back to the gun. Yes, you do. But your vehicle can monitor their frequencies anyway. So is there anything coming over their frequency at the moment? Once in a while, you'll hear traffic such as uh, a call out to for patrols to check in. And most of the patro patrols, from what you can tell, there is no discipline at all in, in any kind of radio discipline or anything else. Some of the patrols, they've got to call several times and then start threatening, threatening violence before they actually re uh, respond. Okay, guys, we can do this one of two ways. I and mean, we can go, we can do a violent takedown or we could warlord this shit and change things from that. We have an infrastructure in place. We have another up. Uh, choice also. We can try to find if there's an another settlement. Uh, Centralia's uh, further further east, right? But there might be something else nearby. If there's another settlement nearby... There might be like farmers, but then we have to run into their patrols as well. Yeah, well, okay. Because what he was talking about, this is right between every. This is right between where we are in Centralia. We could get past them. Yep. Oh yeah, Just, we could go around them. Heck, would go around them. You fly by at 
35 miles an hour honking the horn. And, fl- and they, flipping they them They might off. not notice. <laughs> they, yeah, this is true. They might not even notice that. Knowing how my dice roll. I mean, we can get past them. We can check out Centralia and then come back to this. Well, my, that's what I say. See if we can find some more information out about about the from the locals about the hua. Yeah, yeah about, about the hua. hua. Find some. Find some, yeah, and then we can make a decision from that before we decide to go warlord or whatever on them. Well, let's uh, let's leave the drone out. Let's put it into sleep oh. mode for a couple hours. You guys have the option. Wait for night. Try to get closer. Maybe even sneak inside. There's a lot of things that you can do during your observation. There is no, you can tell that any any of the guards that are at, at the gates, and they're only at the gates. There's none on the walls. They're super lazy. They're I, yeah. They're I'm screwing gonna around. Refer back to my previous comments of amateur hour. I'm starting to think that these guys don't know what they're doing. These guys don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I, it I, sounds like this sounds like this this is a militia. Yeah, you know what it really sounds like? It sounds thinking, like some reservists. Well. I'm thinking it's the descendants that have just been. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is if there were if if they were real army, they would have. There are traditions that most you know most army would have would have yeah. followed. I mean, they. Well, yeah, in the least, they they've got they have no structure. Yeah, exactly. They have no they, guidance. They, they've, they, they've got no discipline, no structure. They're not. Yeah. I, I'm surprised well, that they are still here. Well, uh, that's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm saying. I think it's descendants. After a yeah. hundred plus years, you only have a couple people who are maintaining any sort of knowledge yep. and of this, and they're the ones who've been around. They've got the. They had firepower and stuff, so. It's just become a norm that they're in charge. So let's observe them. Yeah, let's, for, let's observe them until nightfall. For a night. Okay. And let's see what we can figure out about their patterns and see if we can infiltrate their area of operations to see if we can gain any more information that way. Also, okay. And also observing the guards, are they armed do, like with the rifles or anything? You do not see anybody with a rifle. Okay. Just pistols. Yeah. If, if yeah, we, you if, actually don't even see pistols on anybody who's at a gate. If, if we walk into this place, that's pretty much what's going to be. It's going to be a supply and info gathering. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's, yeah. I'm, I'm with that. I'm down with that. Uh, maybe maybe <clears throat> getting them off the case of local farmers. I mean, I, these guys don't seem like they have any clue what they're doing. Could we convert them? That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm talking. That's what I mean. When Could we, we go- make them. Moral projectites. Well, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Give them knowledge. That's, that's what I mean by going warlord on them. We basically take over the take over this operation and change it. Part of our infrastructure. Meth lab. <laughs> yeah. One of the buildings will probably be a meth lab. <laughs> <laughs> probably be a what? I need Drano, guys. Go meth find lab. Drano. Meth lab. Oh yeah. <laughs> Holding up your phone with picture of Drano. Look for bottles like this. <laughs> <laughs> it has aged like fine wine. <laughs> All right. So you guys are going to wait for nightfall and then go in? So I'm going to increase the range of our proximity sensors and scanners on the okay, vehicle. When you really increase it, there's chances of false positives because it's going to, if animals you're, you're close, re- will trigger. Yeah, and you'll get reflectivity off them. Which is better than not knowing anything's there. Okay, just understand that you're going to have the the call the cry wolf effect, and you're 
I'll work on it. Okay. <laughs> so when you guys uh, observe and you're going to use the, basically the, the drone wakes up three hours later and it starts transmitting all of that and it gives you data all the way up till nightfall. Once again, that you guys get a number that's approximately 30. You think that there could be more or less. You're not a hundred percent certain. One thing that you do notice is that the one building that is in good shape there is a lot of traffic going in and out of it, but you cannot, the sensor package is not seeing inside of it. Am I hearing any radio traffic? Yes. You're hearing radio traffic. You're hearing that there is a um, patrol that is coming back, and they have called again twice for another patrol, and they're starting to get actually quite profane on the radio because their other patrol is not answering. And I'm still recording all of this, trying to get a, a good sense of yes. what's going on. <clears throat> You're getting a really good sense that these... it's. It feels like that the only way they do anything with these guys is either with fear and intimidation. So their intimidate's really high. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> so they have a patrol that's not answering. And it's... That's it, not us. I was saying, we're not responsible. Puma. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, listening to the, listening to those transmissions, do they say anything that can give us direction? Oh, you get some names. Uh, you get the direction where they were supposed to be over towards Centralia, but they were not supposed to go beyond a certain marker. Um, what names have we gotten? Uh, a Russell, a Michael, Curtis, and usually only time names are used is when, again, they're swearing. And, yeah. Okay. Which, which out of the four, which two names are the ones that they have not responded? Yeah, Curtis is constantly, that's what the one that keeps being called and is not getting a response. We like to call him Cougar Bait Curtis. Well, they went towards Centralia, not Cougars further north. A Cougar that big's got a pretty oh, wide they got a, they got a space. Big space. All right. Prowl. Now, one of them did mention something. They they had mentioned that they were on the one that was, was the last one that was responding that said they were on their way back. They said that they were going to be about 30 minutes out. They were just passing what they called Prue Town. P R P R U P R U T O W N. We call them Prutons. Call them Prudes. Prutonians. <clears throat> so I put I put down in the computer a couple question marks by the name Town, so we have that for later to see if we can pin it on the map. No, you know, guys, I might as well just say you heard an explosion in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> so they went boom. So they were hungry. <laughs> the grenade looked like a pineapple. Tasty. <laughs> so they died. Okay, they're not coming. So back. they shoved it in their pants. <laughs> <clears throat> right. So. Um, the patrol that's coming back within 30 minutes. Yes. Is that getting back right around dark? Yes. Okay. And the patrol that's not responding, they still have not responded. They still have not responded. And that's over so near Centralia. Let's let this patrol that's due back, get let them get back. That sounds like it's going to be all their patrols. They bring them in at night. That's what it sounded like, minus this one patrol that's not responding. So mm -hmm. Okay. So you guys going to wait until... Okay. You guys wait. And at that point, the one patrol shows up. And it's it's not just two guys. They actually came from the south. So the one that you were, that, that just showed up came from the south and came in the, the gate that's closest to the building that's in really good shape. Um, and it was four guys, and they were dragging... It looked like they were dragging... Uh, a large sack. 
gold. Yes, they <laughs> took gold from the dragon. Smaug's coming, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's probably oh. a tithe from a village or farmer or something. Most likely. Oh, so we can roll in there like like Smog if we wanted. <laughs> Let's we can not. all get inside the truck, let Willie press the red button, and drive through the gate. <laughs> Death. <laughs> I mean, Death Blossom bouncing around. Yay. Almost have enough information to re- replicate what they would talk about throughout the day. Almost. Honest, honestly, just play a stream of profanity, and I don't think anybody would even know ah, at this so, point. And Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor comedy. Uh, there you go. There you go. Cue one of those up and just start. Hours of entertainment. How do we want to approach these people? Now... My concern about just storming into this place, mm-hmm. more than likely based on this whole many tiers of, of rank thing and the number of people in this base and that Patterson is in charge here, not Norman. This is a remote bivouac or a remote outpost and we're going to storm through it. Okay. All these people are going to be gone. And then say Norman has better forces, more technology they can throw against us. All of a sudden, one of his outposts gets wiped out. He'll be pissed. We're going to be a really big target. Right. Yes. And as far as we know, they've got anti-tank weapons in this little village that we don't know about. Yeah. Oh, that's what, so what, what, what If we go in, if we go in here. freaking Apache helicopters for all of Oh, that's a good idea. Shit. That's why that's I'm thinking we treat this as first contact. Yeah, I... I as much as I would like to storm through this, I think we need to bypass. This is this, this is first outpost. contact with the the heads up ass group. If yep. we want to figure out what's going on with them, we need to observe them for the night and see what well, their routines we, we are. Need, we need to find out. I don't think observing them through the night is going to help. We need to find out more about their organization and their capabilities because watching these guys is not really going to give us a lot of information as to what could come after us if we take these guys out. So we need to go to Centralia and see if Norman's there? That's why I was thinking, yeah, we contact the and even if, a settlement first. If Norman's not there, I guarantee you we'll find out a little bit more about what they have to bring to bear. And we need to change out of these clothes if we look like them. Oh, they got bears. I swear to God, if they have attack bears, it's over. <laughs> Tomorrow's End is played with the Morrow Project version 4.0 game system available from Timeline LTD at www.timelineltd.com. We also use with permission the ambient sound collection from tabletopaudio.com. Check them out for a ton of ambient soundscapes for your tabletop RPG sessions. Until next time...